This, 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 this is mythical. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Negin Homoyfer. And I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And today we are going to talk about fashion. Fashion. Ooh, fashion. Fashion. As the French don't say. <laughs> hey, how's it going? How was your week? The week was great. I feel like I say that every week, but it's like coming to hey. see, like, hey, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, the week be... <laughs> that you don't say that is going to be a bad week. So keep it up. Things have been good. My in-laws are visiting from California and... I'm happy to be saying it's a good week because I understand that's not everyone's experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What 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 have you guys uh, done to make it such a good experience? Have you taken them on walks into the gym to uh, hear people grunt and uh, hog equipment? Yeah, I tried to enlist them in a few like plank challenges and they mm. weren't interested. Uh, but we have been just rambling around, ambling around. What's the right word for it? We've Both. just been romping around Atlanta. They went to the Coca-Cola Museum. We've been walking on the Beltline. And most excitingly, this has nothing to do with Atlanta, but we walked by a candy store. Okay. I don't walk into candy stores normally, you know, but my father-in-law loves a good candy store. So he walks in and we discover that it's all this like vintage candy. And by vintage, I mean like you know, from the 2000s era, from the late 90s era, like airheads. You've got the little Laffy Taffy stuff. And of course, warheads. Did you at your day school have the kids that were like kind of selling that stuff on the black market? No, I did not. What? Oh my <laughs> gosh. People were selling that in the back of the school bus. They were like slinging three warheads for 50 cents or whatever it oh, was. Good deal. Pretty good deal because each one of these freaking warheads was 50 cents. One. In one Atlanta today. You in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Inflation. It's all about inflation. inflation. It's like this and dry cleaning. It's just too much for me. <laughs> so did you get warheads? I got one. So I got a warhead. I tried the lemon flavor, which was a mistake. But whoa, what a wild ride. You put it in. <laughs> you put it in your mouth. You sound and it like was... you're 80 years old. Like... You will not believe it. I put a warhead in my mouth and whoa, it was sour. <laughs> Do you was... remember those? <laughs> 50 cents. Whoa, I had to show out my entire pocket for it. I felt like we had just like done the high. We had the highlight of the day with that warhead testing. It's It lasts about like seven seconds. Mm. The sourness. It's so bitter. It's sour. Yeah. And then once you suck off all the sour dust, then it's just like a hall. Once you do what? Lozenge. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Once you lick, lick, lick that dust off. <laughs> did you do anything wild and crazy like that? I didn't suck anything off this weekend, but I did have a fashion-related uh, faux pas. No, I don't know. So 
That makes sense. I can we, see you doing that. Shut up. So we have um, construction, like landscaping construction going on at my house. And so the guys get there and they start working at like 7, 7.30 in the morning. And I park my car in the driveway and then I, I've i been getting up and moving the car before they get there so they can get into the driveway. And I you know, I have been somewhat clothed when I've been moving the car, but like I haven't really thought about what I'm wearing or anything. And I went out the other morning and I'm talking like this is still like caked on drool on the face situation. Like mm-hmm. hair does not look great. Pajamas at this point in life are like old pieces of sweats that have been <laughs> collected like there's nothing (laughs) cute about what's going on do you have a retainer in i don't don't tell my orthodontist which i also don't have (laughs) and i run into a neighbor which is just unfortunate um and he's like the type like you that likes to wake up and go on walks and have uh, (laughs) real clothes on in the morning and he strikes up a conversation with me and i thought i was clearly giving don't uh, right. But I was I like this neighbor and I was I was being nice and I did feel like he was um, it wasn't just a hi, how are you? It, there there was more there, but I was clearly like in the middle of this activity of of trying to move the car. And I didn't think anything of it. And then um, Cassie ran into this neighbor shortly thereafter and he was like, so Stevie going back into the studio. Cassie's like. Yeah, I mean she's she's been she's been going back in the studio and he's like, "Well, she seems like is she is she having a hard time?" And Cassie's like, "I I not not really." And he's like, "Well, I ran into her the other day um as she was going into the studio. It it just looked like she um you know, was ha- <laughs> she was wearing sweats and she just she looked like um, maybe it was it was hard for her to get to the studio. He thought that my caked <laughs> drool ass with the nasty sweats and the hair all over the place. He thought I was getting in the car to go to somewhere. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I was like, Cassie, the next time you run into him, you must tell him that I don't look like that when I go out in public. But then I started to think, like, we're really casual here at Mythical. I wear shit that, you know, maybe you wouldn't normally wear to the office. I'm wearing cargo pants right now. And I was like, oh, my God, can he not tell the difference between a normal outfit and the normal way I would look to go in and, like, what I looked like with the drool? I don't know. Or it's maybe it's not about him. Maybe you can't tell the difference between what's appropriate for the office. Uh, that is certain. <laughs> that is that is the truth. Oh, I love that he thought you were going to work yeah. in that whole getup. Yeah. Oh man. He thought I was just pulling out, pulling out. Yep. I'm gonna say he thought I was pulling out and leave it there. I I'd like to think that my fashion oh. sense is a little bit better than the mismatched sweats, but sometimes it's not, and that's okay. But today we were talking all about early two thousands fashion. Uh, I know a lot of you listening are gonna gonna have the nostalgic feels today. Um oh, yeah. because not everything is coming back into style from the two thousands. Some of it is staying put and Same. for good reason. Mm-hmm. 
So I know that we've talked about uh, my general high school fashion sense was on the preppy side. I was I was doing totally. the uh, polos, the Oxfords, the double pop collars. So I would I think I would fit squarely into that prep box. But Nagin, what what how would you describe your fashion from that time? Yeah, you were like an American Eagle model. I felt like you had those seagulls on everything, right? I think the sea weren't the seagulls Hollister. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just embarrass you by saying? Um, well, that? the company was called American Eagle, <laughs> oh so God. I do believe it was an I eagle myself. that was on the American <laughs> Eagle stuff. That's right. Okay. Yes, you had. I I totally agree with that. You were on the preppy side. I felt like I was a little bit of everything. Definitely more on the feminine side. For most of my life, I think the adult of me, it's like mostly dresses. And I had not yet gotten into that phase in high school, but it was patterns and like I would mix a little collared collared shirt here with a skirt there. And it was not one thing. And I think that had a lot to do with like what my what my mother and really my mom, she was the one that would take us shopping, would allow for us to buy. She never wanted us to be like followers of one brand. Oh, yeah. She was like, you can't get everything from one place. You have to have your own sense of style. Mix oh, and match. Not my mom. She was all about Chico's, which <laughs> I'm scared to look at because I feel like I would like at this point in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Great relaxed fit shirts. Well, the thing is, is that all the stores that we're talking about, I, I think that the way that we shop for clothing now is very different than the way that we shopped back then because there was a a mall culture. You know, you didn't go online to order clothes. You went to the mall. And in Greensboro, the mall was four seasons. Um, yeah. And then they started outdoor mall culture started to become a thing. So Friendly Center is the other place in Greensboro that that's a little bit more of this outdoor mall feel. But it didn't really build out in the way that it is present day for all you Friendly Center fans out there um, <laughs> until after we had moved. Well, Four Seasons was the multi-story one, right? With Four Seasons like, was the mall mall. Yeah. The yeah. mall mall with the food court and all of that. Yeah. And Friendly Center was a little bit more, it felt a little bit more upscale because it had that outdoor thing yeah. going. Um, it, it was on the newer trend side of things, but it still didn't have some of the the bigger stores that you wanted to go to. Like, I don't think at the time they had the Abercrombies and the Hollisters. No, like, all right. of that was at Four Seasons. Um, and actually, it's funny because Four Seasons, we've talked about this on the show, I believe, with Rhett and Link. It was the biggest mall around them at the time, or one of the biggest malls. So they would come to Four Seasons. And they actually shot, back in 2006, 2005, a video at Four Seasons Mall. What? It is... An interesting video, I'll use that adjective, where they are trying to sell like a nose hair trimmer to people uh, <laughs> in the mall. And they're wearing like these baggy khakis and they look very 2005, 2006. But I was also working in that mall at that time. So it's very yes, possible. You were yeah. 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 So um, we were wow. watching that video together at one point, like kind of scrubbing through to see if there's any, like if they passed by Build Bear at any point, because we would have accidentally crossed paths and we would have never yes. known it. Four Seasons, ugh, that was around our entire life in Greensboro. And I remember yeah. that's where Santa Claus would come mm. every year for the pictures. 
And us Iranians, didn't matter that we weren't Christians. We went and we really? streamed that live. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have many a Santa Claus on the lap picture. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we were all about Christmas celebrating. Okay, so this the brands that I do remember, mm-hmm. Abercrombie, we've, we've touched on a little bit. Um, they have that new documentary out on Netflix White about, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> that was a little bit too rich for my blood and uh, a little bit too cool. It was too intimidating. Yeah. Hollister, which was like a tiny, I would say a tiny baby step down from Abercrombie. The thing that I remember about Hollister was like, one, it was really hard to see anything in there because it was so dark and the music was so loud. But also, at least at first, they had those dressing rooms that were curtains. It was like a big dressing room that was pretty open but had like minimal curtains so that oh like gosh. they were like hey ladies we want to see y'all change see in the change. same room where you That's can't see anything feed. um when the when the curtain just like you have to stretch it out and tape it to the wall in order for it to <laughs> well also like this was a time of going shopping with your mom too so it's like did they envision that as part of the brand? Like, hey, y'all get in this room and change together. together and your moms can be there telling you what's appropriate and what's not. That'll be fun. <laughs> so uh, I, I do remember that being a, a, a big thing. Also, for a while, I wore the Hollister, uh, I believe, men's cologne. Oh. Yeah. You liked that musk. Yeah. I was smelling good. I was asking my mom about about shopping back in the day. I was like, what do you remember about Abercrombie? Because I definitely found it intimidating because every time we walked by, it was just like club music and really hot people. I was like, I don't feel like I belong. And she was like, oh, they were such tall people. (laughs) Such too tall for us. Tall people. She was like, too tall for our size. (laughs) And then she was like, they they were young, (laughs) handsome, and pretty. They wouldn't hire ugly people, is what she said. Oh yeah, I and remember that very specifically. True, that was part of it, right? Yeah, everybody was sexy, and it was just too. It felt it felt way too sexual. That's what the documentary is about about how they would recruit the people that worked there and and how ridiculous it was. Um, then of course American hmm. Eagle, where as you pointed out, you did not have to be hot, uh, so, that, <laughs> no. so that became a staple. American Eagle was bright. The store was bright. You, you could, could see, see what the hell you were buying. That's yes. true. One store in the mall that I remember being particularly embarrassed about going into was Hot Topic because my oh. sister was a Hot Topic girl, and um, yeah. I felt it was appropriate to, like, really make sure everyone knew I disagreed with being in Hot Topic and that it was not cool to me. And I I remember, like, trying to display as much, like, no, I'm with the Abercrombie Hollister kids yeah. as possible. <laughs> Would you pop your collar just, like, in anticipation yeah, of yeah. being there? <laughs> sure. I'm sure my, my collars were extra popped uh, for the trip Starched. into Hot Topic. Yeah. And then, of course, you have your Aeropostales, your Wet Seals, if you recall. Express oh, yes. was a yes. thing. Express was a big thing. Arden B. I don't know if that was in the Four Seasons Mall. Do you remember Delia's? Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, that was, it was like, a kind of like Claire's. Delia's was like a little bit more middle school time period for us, but it was uh, mostly catalog. And then they had a store 
in the Raleigh or Charlotte Mall. Oh. But I, I feel like a lot of that stuff has come back. Um, Buckle, of course, Bath and Body Works was oh, yeah. very big. And then, um, you know, what we've touched on, Victoria's Secret uh, became a really big thing when we were yeah. in high school. Yeah. Talk about intimidating. That may be more than Abercrombie. It's like, would you prefer to walk into a Victoria's Secret and get stuck there for an hour or an Abercrombie? You're surrounded by lace, Yeah, probably by an thongs. Abercrombie because the thongs really were insane to me at the time. Like, I was just like, how could this be happening? How could thongs be happening to me right now? <laughs> how could they be around me? Like, how right. are they allowed in this store where everyone can see them? Is this a thing we're talking yeah. about now? I don't yeah. want to talk about it. I don't want to acknowledge their existence. I don't want to talk about having a proper cup size. I don't want to. I don't oh. want to know what this sheer lacy thing that goes over your your bottom half is. I yes, all of that was extremely okay. embarrassing. So you're you're pro Abercrombie in this scenario. Yeah, for the record. Yeah, because I mean, you could hide in the corner, no one would find you for a really long time. <laughs> no one there is actually working. They're just looking hot. <laughs> So we've talked about the kind of stores that were popular, but, yeah. you know, in terms of staples like jeans, it oh was a low rise situation. And yep. depending on the year, it was either boot cut or flare. So the, the 70s um, were were coming back in that time period as well. And some distressing. Yes, there was no such thing as a skinny jean back then. And gosh, denim, it was it was truly probably the most significant piece of clothing or fashion of that of that era, I feel like, because it's all about the design on the butt pockets. Remember? Yes. Right? So you you either had the like half circles, the opposing half circles for Abercrombie and I really I really wanted a pair of Abercrombie jeans. I don't think I think maybe I got one pair. And I wore the shit out of those. There was, I don't, American Eagle had something like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a something, seagull. It was a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could get into the designer jeans. Remember, like Seven for All Mankind? Was that it? I, and see, true I religion. thought True Religion. That's where I thought you were going, was like the gemified those really two. intense stitching jeans. The, 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 like the buckle. What was that? The horseshoe. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I felt like I was only exposed to designer jeans because of my older sister. She was in college and then so she was exposed to it and therefore I was. And mm -hmm. I would like steal a pair of her jeans when I went to go visit her and bring it back and, you know, get in so much trouble from her. But because of the low rise nature of those Ooh. fucking jeans, us big booty girls really struggled. Okay, I don't understand. Like, I have recently tried on a pair of low-rise pants to be like, hey, other people are doing it. And it's like, whoa. I, 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 what came to mind was eggplant emoji. And I don't mean that in like a penis way. I just mean like that is what my body looks like in low-rise <laughs> pants is just like the eggplant emoji. Like right, it is it's not, not cute. Flattering. No. It is not flattering. It and is also not. these old photos of like Britney Spears and these mm. ridiculously low pants. Yes. I don't understand like. So much waxing. Work? Is that what it was? Because I'm like, I don't understand 
you know, where everything goes in those pants. Like, there was is there no like way. some t- like odd tucking? And then, and then, how did you get? Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, no. I don't understand how that happened. You had to remove sig- a significant amount of pubic hair and ass hair in order to wear the jeans that like Paris Hilton and Christina Aguilera. I mean, yeah, it was it was. And remember the lacing like two there, to three inches. There was some lacing that would also sometimes happen. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like the corset kind of. Yeah. Look and, bit, it, and it yeah. could be like in the fly, but also like sometimes it was on the side. You had to have like no love handling. No, uh, I, I, I truly don't. I truly don't understand. And in no. the like bandana tops accompanied this type of like low rise look. Like, why? How? It wasn't practical. It wasn't How? practical. And we, so, okay. So, whenever we went to go buy jeans, it was such a debacle because everything was low rise. My mom would come into the dressing room with me mm-hmm. and she would force me to do the butt crack test mm. where she would say, okay, Negan, you want to try these on? Now squat. And so I would like squat down and I was like, if I go any further down, there's going to be, there's going to be some crack, but I really want these jeans. (laughs) And so I would try to like bring myself down slowly, like trembling, trembling in the knees. And then ultimately she was like, touch your toes. Oh my gosh. And And she was like, like, nope. (laughs) She's like, nope, you're not getting these. These are way too low. I'm like, okay, well, what if I hmm. get an undershirt and tuck a shirt in? There was just no practical way to wear low, low-rise jeans in high school, right? Yeah. We were sitting for eight hours a day. And so I would end up, if I got away with getting jeans, I would sit at an angle. I would sit like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you also, you you didn't want to show skin in school because that wasn't no. allowed either. So, yeah. No. And see, that's where the modesty days- clothing comes in underneath your Forever 21. <laughs> You get like a spaghetti strap shirt and, and, tuck, and it tuck it in. But Flattering. people were showing Flattering. that was a thing. Remember, showing your thong, yes, was a thing, and of course, not our thing. I don't think it was an at school thing. I remember seeing sexy underwear. Really? It may have just been it may have just been lacy and not a thong, but mm. one of the same for me back then. Yeah, regardless, it should be in the pants. <laughs> wow, I really like that your mom had a butt crack test. Like now, yeah. I wish my mom had a butt crack test at Hollister. Well, you think you would have turned out any differently? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Whipped you into shape. <laughs> yes. It's funny because my connection with the true, I never had true religion jeans. It wasn't the yeah. vibe. It, it's not a preppy vibe. No. But some people still wear true religion jeans And I don't know. I mean, this is such a weird connection. But we went out one time. Cassie and I went out to some. It was an after party for some kind of awards show or something. And a manager that we kind of knew lived close to us. And she was like, can I get a ride with you guys in your Uber home? And we were like, of course. And of course, we were just really drunk at this point. And Cassie invited the girl into our house to hang out a little bit. But for some reason, she thought it would be rude (laughs) if she didn't invite the Uber driver into our house. And so she invites the Uber driver because I guess this was, I mean, it was years ago. So there's really no excuse, but maybe partially it was like when Uber and Lyft 
first started and it was supposed to be kind of like, oh, you get a, yeah. catch a ride with your friends. You were still like fist pounding the, uh, the Lyft driver. Yeah. It might have been completely, it, it was completely inappropriate. But anyway, this dude's like, yeah, I want to come in and hang out with you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I'm drunk, but I'm not that drunk. And I don't know why this guy's here. And we had these um, leather chairs. And I remember he had True Religion jeans on and they had like some kind of gem on the back of them yeah Mm -hmm. and i remember when he left there were scratches on the leather chair (laughs) and i was just like dang it cassie you tried to be polite and and, uh, bring this uber driver into our house and his true religion jeans have scratched up the leather furniture Oh my gosh. Were they She's long? Were they dragging? So were they dragging? Because remember, uh, there's our jeans would remember. drag. Our jeans would drag. I do back remember then. that. I do remember that. No, it was I was so I, nasty. I don't remember if this gentleman's jeans dragged. You thankfully. scratch up your floors too. A lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had him doing all those floor exercises. Uh, but I do remember, you know, there were certain specific pieces of clothing or fashion that were so trendy in high school that if you didn't have one of these specific pieces, you felt left out of a a trend. Like, for instance, do you remember the Livestrong bracelets, the yellow bracelets? I thought you were going to say the WWJD bracelets. Oh, well, that too. (laughs) Because I definitely felt left out because I didn't have one. Live strong. Yes, this is before Lance Armstrong's fall from grace. Yeah. But but why, like, at the time, it wasn't, I didn't ever question, like, why is this the cool thing that we need to have? It's like, for those of you listening who don't know what I'm talking about, there are these thin, like, rubber bracelets that were bright yellow, and they said live strong on them. Mm -hmm. And I guess you, you could get them from Nike. Nike was selling them. Uh, and they were like a dollar a piece. They weren't, I think, they weren't that expensive. But it was to raise money for cancer research. And it was back in 2004. I looked this up because they actually raised $100 million for cancer research, which is awesome. Wow. It was, And it was a collab between Nike and Lance Armstrong's Livestrong Foundation. Of course, that dissolved when all the Lance Armstrong shit came yeah. out. Yeah. I feel bad. I didn't donate a single dollar to that campaign. What do you mean? <laughs> You I never, never got a bracelet? One. I never got a bracelet. Did you feel left out? I felt out for left out for other th- fashion things. That one I don't remember. I must That's have been focused on the WWJD bracelet. Seriously. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can only have one trendy bracelet at a time. <laughs> the thing the thing that is most vivid in my memory is the North Face jacket. I, that was next on my list. <gasps> specifically okay. specifically the black fleece North Face jacket. Okay. Color, I remember the fleece jackets coming in multiple colors, and I don't remember there being like a hierarchy as to which one was better, but I lusted after one for the entirety of high school, Stevie. I asked my parents all of the time for one because I didn't They were really expensive, too. They were expensive. I would go to the great, remember Great Outdoor Provisions? Yeah, at Friendly Center. Yeah, (laughs) Friendly Center. I would go there after my Barnes & Noble's trip. Oh, I love go next door. I would try on every color. The black, the black was the most like chic, but I could never get one. And again, this is where my mom was like, I asked and I asked and I asked. And she's like, no, 
I'm not going to let you get something just because everyone else has it. Like there are much, if I'm going to get you a jacket, like I can get you a much nicer jacket for the same price. Like you're not going to get a fleece jacket. No. And it got so bad that my dad got involved, which she like never did with anything fashion related. He was like, let's just get her a North Face. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, no. She needs to learn that just because other people do it doesn't mean she should. Wow. That is so badass. For who? I just think that's an interesting stance to take. My my mom was more like, that thing is really expensive. What, like, no, I don't think yeah, so. I'm sure that factored in for my mom. But I just ended up going on eBay my senior year and and buying like a fake North Face jacket that fit really, really poorly. So oh. that's Okay, similar <laughs> on my side. My mom did wind up getting me one, but she got me the kids one. So it did not fit me well. <laughs> So it was not worth it. (laughs) Was it just too short on your arms? It was a little too short on the arms and like a little pudgy, you know? Like there was more material down than 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 there needed to be. But you know what? I made it work. It was fine. It was like half the price of the the like women's versions. But yeah, that that in conjunction with, as we mentioned, the gray New Balance sneakers, like those two things together, I remember being pretty iconic at the time oh yeah you pair that with a pair of great abercrombie jeans that's like the holy trinity yeah Yeah. that was what sexy lexi was wearing yeah (laughs) and that my friends is how you lose your virginity (laughs) yeah it was was the jacket it was the the jacket that actually fit the other like specific items that i remember were there were a lot of footwear things like the rainbow sandals Mm-hmm. were very cool and they came yeah. in you know a bunch of different leather colors i remember i i had i believe i had all of the different leather rainbows wow. which is crazy because i have not worn flip-flops in like 15 years i truly <laughs> do not recall the last time that i wore flip-flops and i had all what's these. up with your feet Mm. <laughs> check them out on wiki feet <laughs> oh god i'm sure actually nah let's take that out <laughs> i i remember i remember the sophie shorts oh yeah remember just a basic pair of cotton shorts with elastic at the top and at least would- those were affordable the they sophie were affordable shorts. yes they were affordable but i remember this girl in in high school uh got caught for stealing um a few pairs of so- sophie shorts at the belk at Friendly Center. Mm. And I only know this because I participated in something called Teen Court. (laughs) I did it once. I did it once and never again. What a humiliating system. It's basically a (laughs) a jury of your peers would have like a, there would be a court case about a small Like through the city? Through the city, yeah. And so you would have teenage lawyers and a teenage no! jury, and I think an adult judge. Stop I did it, and I remember he—I knew the girl that was on the stand. I was like, "This is so who, who, mortifying." Were you in the jury? No, I think I was part of the like the legal team. <laughs> and I just did it once. I was like, "This is so wrong. I do not want to be in this position." Like, I know these people. Well, who am I? Who are we? <laughs> that is so awkward. But you remember, you had to—you would like roll them up. Like yeah, you would roll, roll them once roll, so that the white band showed. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there were two this. rolls. I, I didn't, I was never a Sophie girl because I didn't like the short short 
thing. I always the, wore the soccer shorts school. that were that were long enough. Oh, like, like the umbros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Sophie so cool. shorts wasn't my vibe. Yeah. I do remember Birkenstocks were super popular, especially the Birkenstock clogs, which I guess are kind of back now. Oh, yes. Also in the footwear category, Uggs uh, were becoming a thing. Oh, yeah. Did you ever Ugg? I think, I can't remember if I uh, got a pair uh, for college. And probably because it was at that, there was like the one purchase that was practical because I was going to a cold weather place and my mom gave in and was like, okay, these shoes make sense. Even though Uggs were made for like surfers in Australia, I thought they would be great in Boston. Like the OG boots were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, They were big in, in, in upstate New York. And I remember the only thing was that because it snowed so much, they'd put a lot of salt down everywhere. So you your Uggs would have like disgusting salt stains and like it it, they were so ugly in the first place and then they got even uglier and i and they were also (laughs) ridiculously expensive why why does fashion do this to teenagers i don't understand well i do feel like that's something different now now there's so much more fast fashion and there are so many reasons that's not a good thing but i do feel like teenagers now have more access to a wide variety of styles at a lower price point Right, because yeah. you're doing all this online shopping. We didn't yeah. have that. Well, and thrifting, I think, is cool for for mm-hmm. a, a, you know a certain segment. So that's nice. I mean, there were also some fashion things that we weren't doing, and at least I wasn't doing. Like, remember the the juicy sweat? Oh the yeah, velour? the velour, the velour jumpsuit. Did yeah. you ever go down that path? I don't recall. Definitely no, I didn't. I didn't. But I remember that was like a Christina Aguilera, J Lo, Lindsay Lohan. Favorite. Yeah. Oh, also Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was looking at the people of this era that like, at least that I remember getting some kind of uh, fashion, fashion inspiration from. And it was a lot of really skinny girls with no butts. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only one, the only one that gave me something was like Beyonce. Okay. And that's, that's on the far end. That, that That's also that's, not accurate. That's not, I mean, no, no. Beyonce, who was on the far end were the Kardashians. Oh, that, oh like that's an say, extreme. Yeah. But even when, when the Kardashians first started, those were normal. They were not injected with anything. The, now. Those were <laughs> normal. And by those, I mean their butts were normal because I've done some digging. I've done some digging to see from the early episodes of that show, what did their bodies look like to now? Yeah. The asses are completely different. Completely I don't know how much different. digging you need to do in order to to come to that conclusion. <laughs> but yes. I, I but, remember that for all, yes. for all the, uh, for all the like bad that, you know, people say they've done. I would like to say that I think the Kardashians for making butts and hips okay again, because that made me a little bit more comfortable with my body, even though they, I mean, I'm, I have not yet injected anything, but like, I if I wanted yet. to, if I wanted to, I have an example and really representation matters. <laughs> so I like to know that there's an example for me to follow. But yeah, thank you, Kardashian ladies for making big booties a little more mainstream. <laughs> uh, 
I, I thought that you were thanking the Kardashians. I, I thought you were thanking them for, like, big booty representation, but then you kind of also thank them for uh, plastic surgery being okay. I guess you can thank them for both uh, things. It's It might be like a, I'm thanking them for something I might want in the future, you know? Like covering sure. their bases. Advanced right? thanks. Another thing we were not doing, but I don't want to forget about, is Ed Hardy Von Dutch. Uh, oh, those hats it was those intense. trucker hats it's nobody well, wore that stuff at our school right? well okay here's the line though the trucker hat specifically i remember the trucker hat becoming popular while we were in high school and more specifically the john deere trucker hat do you remember oh, that yes the green one <gasps> do you remember the hottest boy oof that's yeah. another hot guy at our school. I forgot about him. Wow, yeah. he may have been the most good-looking guy at our school. He I think would wear that, that he won. He won that superlative because um, now I have them all memorized. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm pretty positive he did. I would vote for him. But I had a I had a, a John Deere trucker hat, and I also had like a parody John Deere trucker hat that we made for like our Jewish youth group at the time. I can't remember what it said. I just remember that I had I had multiple. Okay. And I thought the trucker hats were cool. I didn't have they Von cool. Dutch, but like but the John Deere but for again, some reason. Those were like very expensive. Von Dutch was that was Von Dutch, that yes. Was like okay. The true I thought you were religion. talking about the uh the John Deere. I was like, I don't no. remember the John Deere being expensive. But you know what's so John was John Deere popular in the South or in the country? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Tweet at us with hashtag Gay Grimsley and let us know <laughs> if it was popular. No, it, but the thing is, is um, you know that Bass Pro Shop trucker hats had their moment this past year. Like all the kids were wearing Bass Pro Shop is trucker hats. Right? Is that right? Oh, my God. Sucking on them warheads with their Bass Pro Shop hat. They're sucking off all kinds of stuff with those Bass Bass Pro Shop hats on. Yeah, it was all over TikTok. (gasps) And it reminded me of the John Deere trucker hat of it all. How odd. Totally odd. It did remind me, the the whole Bass Pro Shop John Deere hat, because of the types of people wearing them on TikTok, it's not all, like, redneck Southern people, as you would think. It's all types of people. I found this one guy on TikTok, this gay guy who um, wears like redneck fashion and he calls it the yassification of redneck fashion. <laughs> and I was like, I I do that. I, that's something that I do. Like I have a lot of like hunting gear and army surplus stuff and like yeah. things that if I wasn't me, you'd be like, oh, she's a conservative southern person because but because I'm like very openly gay and out I'm I'm yesifying mm. these things so he put feel like, about that? a name to it I feel pretty dang good about it because I I knew I was I was consciously doing it but I didn't like put it into this whole story mm. arc yeah but I just liked the idea of kind of like owning it by saying like oh yeah you like I'm I'm repurposing this you know redneck fashion redneck is not even the word that i i mean but this like, like kind of farmer fashion farmer fashion yeah and i'm i'm bringing it into kind of this like queer area so i like Ooh. that yassification as a as a definition yes of it. yeah you know what what i'm gonna go online and buy me a wwjd bracelet you are <laughs> inspiring me who says who says I have to be Christian to wear one of those? <laughs> <laughs> 
Who said? How much do those go for these days? Oh, I can get a pack of 100 for thirty-four seventy-seven. Oh. Hey, you can sell a three-pack for 50 cents uh, <laughs> in, in the back of a school bus. <laughs> very, very good. Speaking of other fashion icons at the time, aside from the Kardashians who made big butts cool, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the Avril Lavigne of it all. You know, it's a, it's at this point almost a daily part of my life that I get at least at least one comment about looking like looking Avril. like her. Yeah. And then sometimes when I make the mistake of wearing, you know, cargo pants or whatever I'm wearing, I or like a just tie around your bring neck. It. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about her is that her her first like break onto the scene was in 2002, so our freshman year, and at the time she did bring this like fashion sense that nobody else was bringing that it's the tie with the t-shirt she had the yeah, studded like belt the, the undershirt look the right? undershirt the car the Jinkos. camo cargos <laughs> uh the chucks yes um, you know this whole vibe this like punk skater girl vibe and yeah and and also i remember some like formal vests but worn down type of yes. things and those yeah. things like became cool at the time totally. and, and there was definitely a time period where oh and the trucker hat thing she was rocking the trucker hat thing and all those different pieces are coming back into into style um so i wanted to give a shout out to avril <laughs> because i don't hear about you enough on a daily basis <laughs> one thing that avril was rocking i think was is something that we were all rocking at the time thin eyebrows uh, not I. Couldn't do is it because <laughs> your mother told you that just because everyone had twisting. thin eyebrows? <laughs> no, I was not allowed to mo- remove a lot of body hair. You were plucking your eyebrows? Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because that was a thing. Thin eyebrows were, were cool. Yes, that was a thing. Thin eyebrows were something. I think it kind of depended what race you were. Don't you think? I kind of think a lot of white girls liked really thin. I guess it was that everyone liked it. You're you, right. you said that you weren't allowed to. So it must yeah. have been a conversation that you had. Like it must have been. Yes. A, yeah. I wanted to, I always wanted to clean up my eyebrows. I was blessed to have a pretty good shape and not too thick, but I had a couple of hairs in the middle, not a full, what do you call it? Unibrow. I didn't really have a unibrow, but I had like a couple stray hairs and I just wanted to Pluck it, and why the hell did I not? Just I don't understand. Do it. I don't. Yeah. Why? Why? Why because couldn't you do it? In Iranian culture, eyebrows are traditionally a very like when you become a woman, you pluck your eyebrows. You're you become a woman when you just like wax it off, and so removing any kind of body hair was a thing. It was like you got permission to do it. So when was when did you shave your legs for the first time? Okay, I got really lucky and got to shave my legs in the seventh grade. And that, ooh, I just remember coming out of the shower. My mom finally let me do it. And I went around our house. We had a party that night. <laughs> and I had all the women touch my smooth legs. <laughs> so, oh, so, hell yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? Wait, what do you mean you got lucky? Well, because my mom, I think, took longer to let my sister shave her legs, my older sister. Oh, okay. And so I begged and begged. She says now... If she could do it all again, she would let us remove any body hair that we wanted as soon as we said something. Because she's like, I didn't realize yeah. there was a lot of bullying around body hair. 
But there is. I was like bleaching. Oh my God, do you know what I would do? <laughs> I would bleach my mustache because I couldn't rem- I couldn't wax it. So I would just bleach it so that it would become less obvious. That's that's the part that I I guess I need clarity on. Like she was okay with you bleaching, but not yeah. waxing. We're, st- we're getting into illogical territory. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think that was easier. And I would sometimes take that. Ble- oh my God. I would try to bleach the back of the lower back hair too. And again, I didn't have a lot, but I was like, if I'm going to sit down in these low ba- low rise jeans <laughs> <laughs> and my back's going to show, I don't want it to look like, I don't want like dark hair back there. And again, huh. if you saw it, you wouldn't even notice it. But I was so hyper-conscious because everyone around me had blonde hair or like really light hair. Well, at that age too. Or no body Literally hair. everything that makes you different, you're, you're hyper-conscious of. Hyper-conscious, and, yeah. Yeah, and you think people care. Were you, were you wearing makeup? No. I mean, there's the, the, the makeup that I remember was the frosted lip gloss. <gasps> the like lip that smackers. was that was in yes. no not not lip smack smackers was more on the chapstick side right they had a they had a they had a gloss, gloss. okay yes, a vanilla cream that that was cool both the frosted like my lips look like they were in the frost and then um <laughs> and then also just like my lips look like i've drooled all over myself <laughs> constantly and i can't yes. stop them from being drooly and wet the that wet lip look. gloss. Yeah. Yes, totally. And and totally. those I remember those two things being very cool and I also remember the impossibility of keeping your hair out of your lips. <laughs> your like lips, yeah. <laughs> I don't and and then the reapplication and then if you got the right lip gloss it would kind of taste pretty good so then the the it would be a constant reapplication oh, of yeah. like do my lips look wet enough or frosty <laughs> enough for this occasion? They knew what they were doing. My mom, on the other hand, back to the eyebrow plucking, she did not discourage it. But I do remember distinctly asking her uh, at one point, like, for her advice on the pluckage I had uh, done. Yeah. And she pointed at, like, my eyebrow, but, like, like the interior. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the interior of my eyebrow. And she was like, well, I think that you may have plucked too much from from there. And I was like, Mom, I didn't pluck any from there. Oh! <laughs> My eyebrow just doesn't grow there. <laughs> You're like, you did this to me, Mom. You did this to me. <laughs> and I haven't plucked my eyebrows in, in years and years and years. And thankfully, the, the thick they've brow grown, look is They've grown thing. nicely. But I always yeah. look at that one brow on the interior and I'm like, dang it. Dang it, mom. I know. You could have been something. <laughs> I would, I was, I was not allowed to wear makeup, but I would, I really, I don't know why I did this, but I wanted to do something. And so I found some of this clear, it must have been brow gel um, in my mom's makeup drawer. And I took it and I would apply that to my eyelashes and I would put clear mascara on and oh. I would feel like I got something. It probably did something. It probably, it probably hydrated my lashes. Yeah. 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 yeah, There you go. But that was my small rebellion is clear, clear mascara. Also, let us not forget the spray tan debacles of the early 2000s. You are the one. I got to say, you are the one 
that led me to my first spray spray tan. (laughs) You got them for every school dance. I was so desperate. I was so white. (laughs) Wait, okay. I'm sorry, but first question, why spray tan and not a bed? Because it's bad for you. But did you know that then? Yeah, girl. Okay. I was like not about I don't was not about that UV life. I was like let's get <laughs> let's get this in a in a slightly healthier way. Soon we'll find out that um right. there were a lot of horrible chemicals. But remember there was the spray tan booths had just come out. Mm-hmm. But then also you could get like a hand done spray tan yes. that was three times more expensive cuz you could get like a subscription to the spray tan booth. Right. And you know, there were some spray tans that made you look oranger than other spray tans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, lo- I mean, looking back, I think I was oranger in real life than in the photos. The photos aren't super it looks good. bad. Yeah. yeah, the photos look look okay. But I do remember you had to beware of the, like, orange hand yes. situation. Um, and then also, like, you know, don't sweat, don't move a muscle <laughs> During the, like, drying process, things could go horribly wrong. And then there's just always those little areas where you were like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen in that particular way. The creases. Creases would give it away. I never got one of the, um, I was going to say, I never got one of the hand jobs because (laughs) um, I didn't like that idea of someone, like, being right next to me, like, let me get in that little crease. You, you know? had to wear, you had to wear, like, Nothing. you had to be topless. You had to be topless and really in bottomless. In a thong. And, wow, You no could way. be in a thong, but at that Mm-mm. point, no. might The one well. time I did it, I did it in a, it was like a, it was like a stand-up coffin. I stood inside yes, of it. a spray tan like, yeah. And you had to hold your breath. <laughs> you had to hold your breath for like 20 seconds until it was done spraying you. Do you remember that Friends episode with Ross? No. He goes to get a spray tan <laughs> in the spray tan booth and like the woman's like, okay, now t- face this way for this amount of time and then face this way for this amount of time. And he like confuses the times and he winds up getting like six sprays, but only to the front of his body. <laughs> so the back of his body is like super, super white and the front of his body is like brown. And he walks out and he's like, dang it. Man, Friends is such a good show. Fuck the haters. Oh. I'd like to shout out Kardashians, Friends, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and my mom for telling me my eyebrow looked whack. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, you heard it, Kishmish. <laughs> I'm a little nervous for what the, what the next few months of fashion are going to bring because it does feel like we're going back into time a little bit. Yeah. And, and... I need the high-rise to stay. I need the high-rise gene to stay. I think we're at at the age where the high-rise is here to stay until death. And uh, death do us part. Which is the new denim brand that we're (laughs) launching. I hope you guys enjoyed this trip down fashion memory lane. Maybe we forgot some embarrassing things that you wore. Uh, Again, hashtag gay Grimsley. (laughs) Let us know (laughs) what we forgot. Thanks for listening to Best Friends Back All Right. You can catch brand new episodes every Friday. Make sure you follow so you don't miss an episode. And speaking of not missing an episode, I want to make sure you don't miss the finale of Inside Eats with Rhett and Link on Food Network this Sunday at 11 p.m. We go to Beyond Meat and we ask, 
and by we, I mean Rhett and Link. I'm there, but you don't see me on camera. Uh, how does Beyond Meat get to eat like real meat? They speak full sentences on Inside Eats. I highly recommend you watching that and not listening to me try and summarize it. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a review. And you can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow at Nagin at Nagin and me everywhere at Stevie W. Levine. Oh, and I have- And of course, you can hear her every <laughs> Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link at youtube.com forward slash Good Mythical Morning. Forward slash. I'll see you there. She will see you there. <laughs> <laughs>